0: So just for the record, yeah, I don't really think that there's going to be an iPhone SE2 next spring. <laughs> I mean certainly not the iPhone SE 2 you want. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, no, but I don't think the other one either. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. It was widely know. reported. I, I don't know. know. It's we'll got see. much more traction than a lot of previous rumors. We'll see. It's still Nikkei, and Nikkei's not exactly Don't they run like a stock index? Yeah, but still. That doesn't that doesn't absolve you. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it gives you I would assume, you know, it's it's a I would assume it's a slightly more reputable publication than I mean, is it is it DigiTimes or is it Bloomberg? Well, I mean, I, even like the Wall Street Journal got a lot of things has gotten a lot oh, of sure. things Oh, sure. Yeah, wrong. that's my so point. But not, like, there's, yeah. a, there's a percentage thing, right? Like, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's still a coin toss. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that. Even then, I think the reports are saying this is like an iPhone 8 size device, which is not something you want anyways. Not really. No. I mean, but I think at this point I might I might have to. <laughs> suck it up bite the bullet we'll see we'll see how my my is performing next spring i was going to say you're <laughs> going to have to really sneak that one out i plugged it in, i plugged it in last night and woke up and it hadn't charged so <laughs> but mm-hmm. but i fish i did fish some lint out of it so <laughs> i think have you ever have you considered doing a processor upgrade <laughs> yeah, maybe i should try that <laughs> is there, is, bolt, there uh, is there a slot is there a slot in there yeah. that i can does it have a mezzanine slot yeah yeah the se <laughs> might have an, a, a mezzanine slot <laughs> what did that what is that slot even used for what the mezzanine slot yeah isn't like couldn't you like not put anything it was there as like a yeah i don't i don't remember but but they they didn't they, they ginned up some people ginned up like cards for it for some reason i don't think i think if i remember correctly but I i don't know it was so long ago now I don't know if you noticed this. It was a while ago. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I can understand why, I mean, we'll know more next week when there's a, a, you know, a better picture of the lineup. I could understand why they felt like they needed something that wasn't being addressed in the current lineup, Mm -hmm. but
1: agreed (laughs) like
0: Lex. (laughs) (laughs) No, <laughs> not, oh, not in the current lineup. Not being addressed in I, the current I, lineup. Hopefully Lex is recording this podcast.
1: I am so I can hear it later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, I I've, you know, I've been saying this I said this on Clockwise the other day, last week, uh but, you know, if you're if your sales are your sales are flat and you want to increase sales somewhat, maybe start trying to appeal to markets that you're not appealing to right now. And um, one of them is me.
1: <laughs> Are you advocating that Apple makes an Android phone?
0: <laughs> the Moltz market. <laughs> the noted Moltz market. I mean, the the reason for the SE at the time was because they could already manufacture that chassis on the cheap, right? They'd been doing mm-hmm. it for a while. So right. it makes perfect sense that they would try the same thing with, with an 8. iPhone 8 style ch- ch- chassis, yeah. right? Because it's the most recent version of that right. style. Right. Um, and they can probably get a lot of life out of it and they can then probably make them really cheap. Yeah. Um, but that said, it doesn't necessarily address the whole people who want a phone smaller than the iPhone six, seven, eight. No, it does uh, not. Yeah, but, but uh, the ship may have sailed on that. What am I, I going to do? <laughs> yeah, you're going to switch to Android. You need a BlackBerry. You're going <laughs> to get one of those. Switch into uh, the Palm. Yeah, you're going to get that Palm One or whatever. What's mm-hmm. the little tiny one? <laughs> oh yeah, that's the size. I think for that me. phone
1: no longer exists. But um, I think that that experiment ended the Palm.
0: Did it? I mean the the, the palm, the, the, the re release, the new one. Yeah. yeah the Verizon okay. Palm. Yeah. I think maybe
1: right. it still exists, but there I think that team has been disbanded from as yeah. I heard. Yeah. A good idea terribly executed. But I you know, I I actually for a rare occasion empathize with Apple a bit on this conundrum of sorts because They don't want to get to the Performa line for iPhones the same way they don't want to get to the Performa line for Macs anymore. And I think they've gotten dangerously close with all of their product lines where sometimes there's like a not necessarily a dizzying array of products on each line, but a confusing array of products on each line. And I don't know, I consider the three of us. Experts in Apple hardware. Sometimes I don't listen to the show regularly. It,
0: at least I, two of us, and I don't. I'm not saying which two. I consider us alleged experts. It's different on ones at every given moment. Two out of three. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I would say it's confusing to know what the hell you should tell anybody to buy. Like seriously, right now, if somebody comes to you and says, "Should I buy the XS or the XR?" Which do you tell them to get?
0: oh uh, First, I say 10s and 10r. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I slap them across the face.
1: I'm leaving the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yeah i don't know i mean i think well hang on hold the telly i was quoting the other person
1: and that's what they would say yeah i know that's fair okay i will retract
0: the track john slaps for you <laughs> thank you we actually i think we discussed this i don't know if that's the show of clockwise that you were on john or not um but like i it is an interesting question and i think that there's a question of like what are you most concerned about right like oh i want the best phone possible well you know get the 10s uh, I want a, you know, the cheapest phone that's yeah. still good. Like I would get the eight, <laughs> frankly. But,
1: right. Uh, so, I mean, but I guess my only point is, you know, every time Apple introduces a product, it's also like an additional product line. It's it's introducing complexity. And so I get their hesitation to keep so many different forms because it's also annoying for the developers, but screw them, they got to deal with it. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. You right. know, there's no reason you couldn't make a smaller phone with a screen that's more like the iPhone 10, yes. right? Because they make different size laptops. They make different size iPads. You know, there's there's no reason that you couldn't differentiate based I on swear guitar. to god just make the SE again well they're just not going to do that just they're put they're a faster processor that. in it's the same form just, I, I love I would, I would this like form play, factor i would like to play this tape back to like you from like 5 years ago when we started this podcast and just be like <laughs> like <"Yeah, laughs> what have i become i'm just saying it's like it's like the people who are just like put a faster processor in the old G5 tower <laughs> like <laughs> I know, I yeah, but but guy, but but we're saying, but at the same time, you're you're saying that they only want to use. I mean, if they're the other thing is, it's not it's not about price for me, really. It's it's the size. I don't really care about the price as much as I care about the size of the thing. I mean, ideally, it wouldn't be nine hundred ninety nine dollars for a much smaller phone, but still, if it was seven hundred dollars, I'd still buy it. Right. I guess my point is, if you're gonna make, you know, the 10s and the 10s Max or whatever, then why not have a 10s Mini? That is, you know, a smaller size, but in the same style, because
1: they should call it the ping pong. (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) It's the tennis mini. uh, Um,
0: But, you know, (laughs) hey, you're leaving uh, the way I see it. I feel like you might be leaving money on the table. But then again, maybe you're just counting on shoveling everybody into one of the more expensive devices. So who knows? Yeah, well, I'm glad we solved that. Or just cause more problems, <laughs> as is our want.
1: Do you think that the... So how are we doing predictions for what the new iPhones are going to have that they're going to announce next week or whenever that is?
0: Would you like to go first?
1: Well, do you think they're going to switch to more phones with USB... Do you think they're going to have phones switch to USB-C ports? That's my first question.
0: I do not. I do not either. Next, next a,
1: question. An iPad Pro thing only.
0: I think that that yes. is not... They're not ready to change the iPhone yet.
1: Do you think... The cameras in the new iPhones will be superior to the cameras in previous iPhones.
0: No, I think they'll. I think they'll be worse. You ran out of hard questions there pretty quick, huh? (laughs) So I guess the one of the things one of the things floating out there is this VR thing, right? That the camera will have some sort of VR capability. VR capability or AR? Well, AR, yeah, whatever, yeah.
1: You know, (laughs) what's the rumor about two forty two forty one? Or is your
0: reality (laughs) augmented, John? Answer the question.
1: (laughs) Tell me more about this rumor because I haven't seen this particular rumor.
0: Uh, I think the ru- Well, I thought the rumor was that it would be able to take. Uh, ah, never mind. <laughs> no, that's not how this works. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up. Please good, hold. Good. This is good. This is gold. This is exactly what <laughs> we want. While,
1: while John's looking at this, I was going to say that I, I was curious if any of you had experimented with his newer uh, camera app, Neural Cam. Have you seen this thing?
0: Uh, I, uh, I mentioned it um last week. last week, I believe,
1: on this very show.
0: On this very show. On this yes. very um, show. Yeah. I
1: haven't had a commute in a day or two, so I'll hear it tomorrow.
0: And I have not. I have not used it. I'm not even sure if it works on my phone, but I have not used it. <laughs> <laughs> it might not. I did,
1: yeah. So I, I've been. I've played with it a little bit. Cause, not that I take so many low light photos, but it's just cool to have another option when you are in a darker place, and it's actually extremely impressive. Yeah, so. that's what I've heard. That's what I'd heard and i'm wondering if that's the kind of thing that'll be built into the new camera because i feel like that's where that's the one place where your your google pixel having friends uh mm-hmm. brag about their camera i you know when i see shot with pixel tagged photos on instagram i think ah oh, those are also good not like wow i'm so jealous of that camera but like it seems like it's another great camera and i imagine that where apple will want to compete now is low light so that's my
0: prediction yeah, i think we i think we did spend some time talking about that just because of google like got to roll out the pixel like a month after the iPhones last yes. year so uh this the this is Apple's chance to respond and respond. They Google kinda need
1: again. to. I predict again that Google will release a new pixel with new features, uh maybe a month or two after the iPhone announcement.
0: Solid bet. Solid bet. Yeah.
1: John, has your research concluded on this AR thing or had no. you given up on this already? <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I'm still looking into it. <laughs> <laughs> All I'll, right. get back to you. I'll get back to you Damn, next week.
1: <laughs> do you have other predictions surrounding the new uh iPhone? hardware
0: i predict that it will have a faster processor (laughs) (laughs) but apparently not that much faster because they supposedly some benchmarks leaked and they were faster but not like super faster but it was just processor somehow as benchmarks uh, the processor and not the graphics um which i think maybe had something to do with um geekbench needing to be updated or something like that so uh it wasn't like completely uh amazing right off the bat i mean these things it's always hard to know exactly how reflective that is because it seems clear to me that apple doesn't optimize its processor or performance for benchmarks yeah so the kind of stuff that it can do aren't necessarily well reflected by that um
1: they're also getting to the point or maybe are at the point where a lot of speed improvements have to be a little bit more (laughs) like social engineering than hardware engineering, if you know what I mean? Like, we good example, like so, you know, the, the way that the iPhone scrolls is so smooth and has been for so long that it feels like it's keeping up with you in real time. I don't know that they have to improve the processing on that side. The only thing they can do is make it feel even smoother, which I don't necessarily think is a hardware problem so much as it is a UI challenge.
0: Sure, like like making apps launch faster, right? Exactly. Like some some of that's hardware, but a lot of it is software optimization.
1: And I, I saw this reason. I set up a, a new TV recently that had it was an, a TV that had built-in Amazon Fire ness, and it shows you a demo video of all the things that do while it's doing its downloading of updates and internal setups <laughs> and i thought that is so smart it's a two-minute video that's like check out all the cool shit your tv can do and you can skip that video and watch a loading screen or you can keep watching the video and it's just so perfectly timed as soon as the video's done everything was loaded it was just i i, I like that that's smart <laughs> It's
0: clever. It's clever. Yeah, I agree. Um, Speaking of which, there is also a a rumor that was going around today of a new Apple TV model coming next week, potentially, which is a uh, well, yeah, I I feel like the Apple TV uh, is a product that has lost its way.
1: I feel like it's a product that you guys will keep buying.
0: (laughs) I have no reason to buy another one. That's the thing, though. Like, I have one. It works fine. My TV has not gotten any better, and therefore I, my TV, Apple TV, you know, doesn't need to get any better either. I don't have 4K. Yeah. I don't have a great. Well, the, sound the only thing that will make me get another one right now is if um, arcade requires it, because I might be interested in trying mm. arcade on the TV. Yeah, but, I guess, but I, I'll just play it on my iPad. I feel like I'll yeah, be less concerned. Yeah, about. I don't think I. I would not run out and get one.
1: I imagine if there are Apple TV announcements that some of them would include more depth on. TV partners, TV manufacturer partners, because really the Apple TV should be virtual, the same way that Roku and Fire Stick and Fire TV and all those. Well, things. and, and it virtual. is.
0: I mean, yes. they announced already that they're doing yeah. a TV app. So yeah, and I think either that or I put an outside chance on the whole like we've made a TV dongle like the Fire Stick. Um, I think we'd know about it by now, honestly, just given the leaks. But it's not. It's not out of the question.
1: Yeah, you know what is out of the question, Dan. <laughs> For me, at least, I think you'll tell me. Buying an off-the-rack suit? Gross. How about a suit that's made to measure the exact contours of my own body? That's Listen, I'm not asking our listeners to think about the contours of my body much, but when it comes to my suits, yes! Think about these contours, I earned these contours over the past near 40 years. Everyone knows the difference between a custom-made suit and an off-the-rack suit is like night and day, or like a night phone and a day phone. Indochino makes getting a personalized suit exciting and easy, two of my favorite things. Here's how it works. You or your favorite gentleman visits one of Indochino's 40 showrooms across North America. There, a stylist will take your measurements and help you pick out your fabrics and styles, or... If you don't want to leave the house, don't. Take your measurements at home and shop online at Indochino.com, and a professionally tailored suit will be mailed to you in a couple of weeks. Uh, I've done this. Uh, I wore an Indochino suit to Dan Morin's wedding. Did anybody else on the line wear an Indochino suit to Dan Morin's wedding?
0: I'm so glad you asked. It was me. I confess.
1: <laughs> That's Dan Morin, by the way. And I will say, I uh, the, there was a constant cacophonous roar at the wedding of Dan Warren, of people saying, wow, Dan, that is a great-fitting suit, or you look fantastic in that suit. Was it made-to-measure, perchance? People wouldn't stop saying that. Uh, But this week, our listeners can get a custom suit, one where you you design everything from lapel, lining buttons, the inside and the outside fabrics, everything. This week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $369 at Indochino.com when entering Rebound at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND, to get any premium suit for is $369 and free shipping. Once you go custom, you don't go back, or you might say, it's custom or bust em.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to step in You might, might say that, but I you can't that. sell it you to might. them.
1: Nope. Well, <laughs> have I tried hard enough? I don't know. I can tell Suits to Rebound listeners, I can sell custom or bust That's to Gino. That's my feeling.
0: <laughs> so, uh, how do you guys feel about your uh, upcoming iCloud updates? <laughs> I don't think we're getting any <laughs> optimistic would optimistic give us a word, uh, uh, share the rumors there, Dan. Oh, there's no rumors. This is, uh, this is the stuff that's been talked about a bunch today, including, uh, our, our friend Craig Hockenberry of the mm-hmm. Chalk lock, uh, wrote a very long piece about the, uh, somewhat poor choices that were made in the iOS 13 beta in terms of implementing changes to iCloud Uh, The underlying system there and how it resulted in some data loss problems and general unreliability. And thus, it sounds like may not fully appear the stuff that they promised, like folder sharing um, and other features may not appear in iOS 13. It might be kicked down the road to 13.1 or 0.2, which, yeah, I, I think Craig's larger point there was more about how Apple needs to think about changes that it makes to iCloud in terms of how people depend on it as a system uh, and whether or not that they should roll out large-scale changes like this in betas uh, or it should be handled some other way and I think it's a very a very sensible take there um, you know he points out this is not a problem you run into with Dropbox right like Dropbox uh, job one is making sure that when you update your software you don't know, suddenly lose a bunch of stuff <laughs> ideally yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, idea. It doesn't really happen there. I mean, say what you will about their business choices, but their their the product is pretty solid. It and think, sort of, it sort of seems like they need to maybe decouple certain th- things from the uh, the OS releases, and iCloud could be one of them. Possibly and, making I I really wish there was more flexibility in terms of what you could do with icloud in so for example in the ios beta like there was a lot of people talking about this when it came out like oh don't use your icloud account because there are problems and you're like well all right i'll install the beta and i won't log into icloud and the answer is no you can't do that because then (laughs) your your phone is useless right like it doesn't have any of your stuff on it so that seems silly so it would be nicer if there were a way to sort of maybe i don't know like granularly give permissions i mean i guess you can turn things on and off but like when you don't have a knowledge of what is exactly causing problems uh, it seems riskier or just the fact that you can only have one icloud account you know tied to a phone easily right like in the same way that i get frustrated that you can only have one payment uh, method attached to your itunes account at any given time like Mm -hmm. that that relationship is frustrating
1: yeah yes I can't argue any of this. <laughs> I, I'd like I do you to think, try it as a strict, strictly as a consumer, it feels like iCloud has solved many problems. It's probably way too broad a thing, but I I I, I actually appreciate what Apple's trying to do there—to abstract away what all the different things are, because iCloud does a whole lot of different things. Um, but the way it handles ios say backups and syncing for the typical consumer feels great and smart the only thing that apple could do that would make me a giant her fan of iCloud on that front would be if they said you know unlimited storage for everybody or massively increased storage limits that sort of thing which i think we've talked about for the past 47 years um that's one half of multiple's life but the (laughs) obviously like (laughs) any widespread data loss issues or other craptastic situations are going to be hated by everybody. And uh, less informed users are going to blame developers, which isn't good. And then eventually they'll read articles and they'll blame Apple. So hopefully that shit is cleaned up.
0: Yeah. Well, if you want people to rely on it, I think that's the thing, right? Like you need to earn that. And and then, you know, I see people talking about like, oh, you know, Dropbox, they're trying to push their whole like, we're a, you know, a business suite or whatever, and I'm going to switch to iCloud. And the answer for me is I am not confident enough in iCloud right now. I, I don't it lacks a couple features that Dropbox has that I use a lot, like uh, file requests, um, and I just don't. I've not felt like it has that same sort of bulletproof reputation to it yet. They they haven't gotten there, and I use it for a bunch of stuff, but I don't use it for most of the things that I do that require file syncing and file sharing. Yeah, I was hoping that this really this you know would be. I think, you know, early er, after WWDC thinking, well, maybe I can get rid of Dropbox. And now it's like, yeah, no, doesn't seem like that's going to happen. And it's it's gotten better. I will agree. Like even I mean, you know, we're mainly talking about iCloud Drive here, right? Because that's sort of the the file component. But I think iCloud as a whole has improved, but it is still behind. And and it's it's hilarious to me that they are behind uh, where Dropbox is because it's like you have access to everything. You have access to the entire operating system. You should be able to do this, but better.
1: I will say, yeah. I, I know it's, it's popular, and there are good reasons to hate on Dropbox, uh, but it still remains incredibly reliable and effective for me, and I, I use it every day, and my life would be worse to, if Dropbox did not exist. Same.
0: Same. So, use promo code. No, <laughs> <laughs> have
1: I um, I haven't
0: defined the thing that I was thinking of, but it was actually about the iPad Pro. And the funny <laughs> thing about this rumor, it was a, the iPad Pro was supposedly coming with 3D sensing camera technology on the back. And um, this was a report pointed at anything, and it's like, yes, that is 3D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, true, uh, but uh, it, <laughs> the re- <laughs> the representative for I think it was, a, so it was a Korean site, I guess, that originally published this report um, based on some information they say they got from Dirk Woo Electronics. And in an email to, to Mac Rumors, a representative for Dirk Woo Electronics claimed that the Alex report contained wrong information and something that is not true about us. <laughs> so, <Nice. laughs> so there's that. Yeah, man. There's a lot of that going around. So I'm, so some... I'm going to guess that's not coming to the, certainly not coming to the iPhone. <laughs> Also, not coming to the iPad. There was some Twitter account going around promising, like, um, I think it had, like, iPhone naming stuff in it or something. um, Something about betas. And Apple Insider took it and ran with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I saw a thread online where, like, Mark Gurman was like, yeah, I don't think this actually checks out. And then they retracted the entire thing. And it (laughs) was just kind of a mess. It's like, yeah, we're in that season where now everybody is really eager to get a scoop right uh and the problem is there's way more bullshit out there than there is like concrete fact yeah it does it does seem like these i i don't know exactly what the heck's going on with uh this software though because it still seems like it's a little it's real rough around the edges and they are now like basically forking between the between the iphone and I mean, it's already sort of, it's already basically forked because it's different. They're technically different operating systems now, but the version numbers are going to be different between iOS and iPadOS when Ugh. they when the devices ship. Why right? will the version numbers be different? Well, what's the what's the deal with the th- the thirteen point one is shipping? Isn't thirteen point one shipping on iphone Isn't the rumor that thirteen point one is shipping on iPhones when they ship? But it, it can't. It's still in beta. Those, sh- those phones ship in two weeks. There's no yeah. way. That's impossible.
1: But it also wouldn't be the first time. There have been occasions where the iOS device family was out of sync with what shipped with what.
0: True. But the. I guess my point is the iPhones ship next week, they'll almost certainly ship with 13.0 Zero. because those yeah. will almost certainly be needed for whatever hardware features are on there. But 13.1, I imagine, will be available in very short order. And if there are no iPads so, okay. next week. So I, prob- I, prob- I must have that backwards. So 13 will ship on iPhones and then 13.1 will probably ship on the iPads. Right. But 13.1 will probably be out at that point. So everyone will have updated their iPhones. But I, unless there are iPads also next week, which I don't think is likely. At this yeah, point. I don't think that's likely either. So if the iPads come in October and they're like, it ships with 13.1, it's because 13.1 is coming out for everything.
1: Now, these are expensive things to buy and it's possible that people are going to charge these things (laughs) maybe on their apple cards maybe on other credit cards uh but it's a fact gentlemen refinancing your credit card balances can lower your interest rates and save you money and you don't have to be a financial expert to do it right now you can get a credit card consolidation loan from my friends at lightstream with a rate as low as 5.95 percent apr with autopay. that's way lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 19 percent apr It means you can save thousands of dollars in interest. You can get a loan from anywhere between five grand and $100,000. And there are no fees. And this is a big deal, actually. There's no application fees, no origination fees, no transaction fees, no prepayment penalties. You can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. The online application is so easy, you could do it literally from the iPhone you're probably using to listen to this very podcast. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and I am grateful to them for that. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash rebound. Subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash rebound for more information. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash rebound.
0: So we've got new phones on tap for next week. We may have a new Apple TV. We probably have Apple TV Plus announcements. I, I think the, there's a wild card in the Apple Watch department um, as to whether or not there's a new watch. I don't know. There's been rumors,
1: but nothing. My gut is that it's going to be like, it's not a new model watch. It's like, it's like a, a light revision. Like They wouldn't call it an Apple yeah. Watch Series 5. The, the Series like, 4S. New series Four. I don't even know if it'd be like the 4s, <laughs> but like just in some new series 4 models. Now we have them in this material.
0: I'm I'm kind of with you that I think it's probably a case difference rather than a spec difference. It's it could four, be slightly a 4.0 <laughs> Well, they changed the series 0 to a 1, and then the I don't know. It got super confusing <laughs> yeah. there for a little while. But yeah, I agree that they had such a big revision with the series 4. I don't expect a certainly not a similarly big revision, and possibly nothing. That major the the big rumor going around today is the sleep tracking will be enabled with the new watch, which seems pretty likely to me. I guess, but I not something I really. I'm interested in sleep tracking. I just don't want to wear my watch all night. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, some people were talking about that, like, oh, this is a great idea. You keep your old watch, and when you get your new watch, wear your new watch during the day and the old watch at night. Like, no thanks. Get <laughs> wait day watch and night watch. No, I, I yeah. I've heard that there is a, they have like a, I heard they have some sort of feature slash system where it's like encourages you to charge your watch a little bit, like top up your watch before you go to bed and then put it on when you go to sleep so that you don't need to charge it like uh, overnight necessarily. But I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe there's a low power mode. Overnight. Overnight is how I charge my phone. The same. My watch. And my phone. (laughs) And my, but not my iPad. (laughs) How about that?
1: Actually, do you know people who don't charge their phones at night?
0: I charge my phone during the day as well, but I also I, charge it at night.
1: I know people who don't, and it makes me crazy. I, I, I've worked with several of them at two different companies. They come in with their phones and they're like, ah, uh, I got to charge only 12%. <laughs> like, it's Actually, nine o'clock in the morning. It yeah. suddenly
0: occurs to me. Yes, I do know somebody uh, who doesn't always charge her phone
1: overnight. <laughs> Dan, do you live with that somebody? <laughs>
0: That's possible. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Karen doesn't, sometimes doesn't, you know, it doesn't happen successfully or she forgets to plug it in, but she, uh, you know, yeah. She tries to charge it every night. And I tried to charge mine last night and it didn't work. <laughs> I, yeah, I had an instance recently where I, my phone I looked at my phone in the morning and it was very low and I could not figure out why. And then I realized I must have it must not have been in the right position on the wireless charger overnight, which doesn't happen much. But every once in a while, I forget to like check and it's like yeah. slightly off kilter or something. The amount with the amount that I fish that I fish lint out of my lightning port, I am actually looking forward to wireless charging wireless charging
1: yeah i uh I, I do appreciate that when you can put a fatter charger on there that the phones can charge faster because i never feel like i'm in super danger right if it's low and i'm near any electricity i can get it pretty decently juiced pretty quickly which i appreciate um lauren's phone had an issue where siri was just not working like you would talk to siri and it would hear nonsense like just every word wrong You're like remind me to call dan warren in 10 minutes and be like okay Here's a Google search for Blowfish. And he'd be like, What are you even? And it was insane. Um, so I'm testing various things. I'm testing voice memos and they work fine, whatever. So I do the online chat with Apple support, and they were cordial and friendly. And they're like, try a voice memo and I'm like, oh, I already did, it's fine. And they're like, try recording a video with the FaceTime camera. And I'm like, that's dumb it's gonna be the same but no it super wasn't the same and it sounded like that and i was like you bastard i didn't say that but i'm like yes you're right that doesn't work and he's like well you're gonna go to the genius bar and i was like lauren i bet there is shit in there (laughs) like there's just dirt in that mic and i've tried compressed air and nothing's coming out uh i did not see how they cleaned it because they took it in the back but that's what they did (laughs) they took it and they cleaned it and they said yeah it was dirty and now it's fine and so that blew my mind that that much dirt could be in there to (laughs) garble the microphone
0: interesting so but the voice memos were working so there's multiple mics mics.
1: yeah 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 was mike hurley um the you gotta get
0: all your lint out of mike hurley let me tell you <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't miss the belly button
0: hard to get that beard clean Yeah really let me tell you the combing
1: I, speaking of, of assistive speech devices uh i did want to give you guys a report on android nope on uh, alexa auto oh, is that what it's called Nope.
0: <laughs> echo auto
1: is that because I'm not saying it didn't avoid triggering people's devices? Are you in your no, car right now? No,
0: it's literally called the Echo Auto.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> but the Echo Auto has been mostly good. <laughs> not great, but mostly good.
0: I'm going to I'm going to I'm interested to discuss this with you, Lex cuz I too have one. I hooked it up. I have some feelings, but I think I I think I concisely said when we discussed it briefly on the last podcast that it's if you are already in the Amazon ecosystem, or if you don't have any smart features in your car, yep. it's pretty good. But if you have CarPlay, then it sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you have CarPlay, it seems like it would make no sense.
0: Yep, um, I tried it. It was like, hey, this is a fairly well put together piece of equipment, and it works surprisingly well, but it's worse than CarPlay.
1: Um, I, I use it a lot. The thing that kills me with it is sometimes it just doesn't connect to my phone. And when it doesn't connect to my phone, I can go into Bluetooth settings and connect it to my phone, which is great to do while driving. And if you do that, it still (laughs) doesn't work. (laughs) So you dab on Bluetooth and it's like, no, I'm sorry, I can't find your phone. And I have found nothing works other than unplugging and replugging it or restarting the car. (laughs) I'm plugging and replugging the Echo device far easier. But uh, other than that, which feels like a solvable bug over time, the only other struggle I have with it is, uh, and I have solved this too, uh, many internet companies around the country have the their Wi Fi networks that you get to use too, their, their spotty traveling cable Wi Fi networks. And when my phone jumps on one of those, it even after it's like connected and authenticated, it feels like it takes like ten minutes to ha- establish a real internet connection. So if my phone was trying to hop onto one of those, then it's like, I'm sorry, I can't access the network right now.
0: That happens with CarPlay too, though. And it, frankly, it happens with me, like when I am sometimes walking around with my phone because my phone will jump on the Xfinity Wi-Fi, and Apple Music is surprisingly terrible at like, oh, you're listening to this song. Maybe I should like download the rest of the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, are right. I don't get why it's so bad at that. Like it's it's comically terrible at times. Where I will be on the Wi-Fi this morning. I had to and, and fair fair point. I'm on the beta, but like I was trying to play a song and it wouldn't play. I had to restart my entire phone. Like I switched between Wi-Fi and cellular, and it was like not having it. So I but I don't know. Like I've I've had that problem on previous uh on the non-beta releases as well. That it's just not great about sort of buffering. It's it's data for music.
1: Yeah. I don't have CarPlay, uh, and my car does streaming music through its own internet connection. But Slacker Radio sucks. Slacker Radio has like twelve songs at a time per station, and I just couldn't take it anymore. Uh, so I'm enjoying because I found that Ahoy Siri does not work consistently enough in my car for me. So
0: I will this, say the this does the best thing about CarPlay for me was the fact that it repurposed the stupid uh, voice recognition yes. button <laughs> because I use that all the time now because it not only that but it's super fast like when i hit that button it instantaneously gives me like the siri beep and Um, it's beautiful
1: so just today i set up this this tv that had fire tv-ness in it and i don't even i think it's an insignia brand television it was from prime day but so we were watching netflix and anya and i watched the west wing together and there was a line that she didn't understand which happens and the remote doesn't have That I found yet a backup, you know, 15, 30 seconds button, uh, which is the thing we do all the time when we're watching on an iPad or on a Roku. And so I held down the microphone, but it was like back up 30 seconds and it says, Netflix doesn't support Alexa instructions. And then backed up 30 seconds. (laughs) Every other time I've said it, it just did it. But I'm like, what the? And I'm, I can't get it out of my head. It had a recorded message. Netflix doesn't support it. And then it does. And I it only said it the one time. So uh, I'm not going to stop thinking about that for like a month. <laughs> Netflix doesn't. It does. Anyway, it was... That's why I always,
0: whenever I'm watching a YouTube video and I click the little button and it goes, you know, to make it full screen, and, and it's there's always a little message that says full screen not supported for this video or something like that. I'm like, I'm literally watching it full screen. I mean, maybe it has something to do with the resolution, but I'm like I just hit the button and it did exactly what I wanted it to do suck it I that's my favorite one of my favorite features on the Apple TV and the one that I'm the only one that I'm sad about not using the Siri remote for is the what did he what did she say where you hold the down and it jumps back like 10-15 seconds turns on the captions Mm -hmm. runs forward those 15 seconds and then turns the captions off again automatically yeah that is awesome and you know I I will dig out the Siri remote just to use that feature sometimes I use it surprisingly <laughs> little, and I think it's just because I forget. Um, and I also I feel like I'm just too lazy. Like it's like okay, whatever.
1: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I feel just, that way. I'll
0: just go out. on not knowing what that person said. <laughs> oh, I it did when especially when I was do, when we were doing all our arrow recaps. I would do that all the time. because oh, okay. I'd be like, this is important. We were doing a show about this. <laughs> Actually, well, I mostly watch that on on the iPad. So, uh,
1: do you guys have? Does Netflix turn captions on be by default for you when you watch things? no on every new device i set up captions are on and i don't know why
0: um we have because hank likes having the captions on we have everything turned on for captions by default it does sync it does sync it between devices though i've noticed this because i will go to the gym and i'll watch something on netflix while i'm on one of the machines and i'll turn the captions on just because my headphones aren't as good i'll come home and resume it and it will have captions on there yeah
1: interesting mark that makes sense i guess yeah I went to Netflix's website, so of course it started making noise right away. So apologies for that.
0: Is um is one of your children turning it on?
1: <laughs> no, I mean I I do turn it on sometimes, but I was just surprised that on a brand new TV it was on out of the box. But if Dan oh, could very well okay. be right. It seems like it could be syncing. Because
0: I very well be right. That's what they say about me.
1: You can't customize the <laughs> uh, some some apps, including iOS in some in certain uh, in certain apps, lets you customize the look of closed captions. But Netflix captions on certain devices, including my TiVo and this new TV are like a giant white font that just takes up way too much space. And I hate that. So I would leave it on uh, more of the time if it was like a little bit more traditional, but it too often looks like a dumb thing. (laughs) So that's my objection.
0: Yeah, captions are one of those things that is uh, it's getting better I think with a lot of the streaming services because they realize they need to implement it but the there are weird gaps where it's left up to either the TV maker or the network sometimes if you're looking at like actual live TV uh, and that is there are some bizarre oh yeah handlings in there right
1: okay so I, I'm blowing my own mind right now if you go to Netflix first
0: on <laughs> of all don't do that on the podcast
1: <laughs> if, you, if you go to Netflix on the web and you click around in settings, there is a subtitle appearance setting where you can choose the font, the text size, a background, whether or not there should be a drop shadow. You can
0: do uh, that. I'm going to blow your mind further. You can do that on iOS.
1: I had no friggin' idea. Did you know this before at this moment?
0: Uh, I was not aware of that on Netflix, but I did know you could do it on iOS.
1: Oh, I knew you could do it on iOS, like system-wide. But you can do it on Netflix, and it looks like it applies to all Netflix viewing devices, which I'm pretty under my profile, look for subtitle appearance.
0: If, if your business is delivering content and you want to hit as wide an audience as possible, you obviously want to have good subtitles in the same way that they were doing the um, descriptions for the hearing impaired. Yes. Uh, or visual, sorry, descriptions for the visual impaired. Um, uh, you know, you want to uh, apply to as many people as possible. Uh, so you should do that and you should do it well because that is your entire business.
1: <laughs> Netflix, Netflix. We're delivering content to learn I'm, I'm often surprised of at how,
0: how well. I'm often surprised by mistakes in the, uh oh, in captions in the captions. Yeah, yeah. I've given up on being surprised about it. I see it so much. That I'm like, oh, I can't people just don't know how to write things anymore? Is it, I mean, is that it, or are they are they doing too much of it through an automated fashion? Because there's a lot of there's been a number of instances where there's a name of something that you know, like. That's an organization or something like that, like, like spy. And, you know, it should be like spelled out in capital letters or something like that. And they just write the word spy in lowercase. I don't I don't know if it's if it's done with a software or a person. But in both of those cases, I wouldn't be surprised because neither of them might. Like if you're just if you're the lowly drudge who has to type captions out. For shows mm-hmm. you probably aren't like following every single show and know exactly what needs to be uh capitalized or whatever the ones that get me are just typos where it's like you know the wrong your or mm-hmm. the right. wrong it's and yeah. it's like well people so, do that all v- or everywhere i guess so
1: just um I, for reasons that i can't explain i know a decent amount about this but almost all the time closed captions are human written um the subtitles written by humans. Uh they're often sponsored. If you're watching on broadcast television, you'll see who sponsored them. I believe that in many cases, not all, if you're going to DVD or streaming, they could be rewritten by the distributor. If they are so inclined. Um, like, if Toyota sponsored the writing of subtitles for TV, they got a TV credit within the subtitles for that. So, since they, <laughs> they can't changed use the name that of all the cars Netflix, to Toyota cars. <laughs> but since they can't get that credit on Netflix, Netflix might have to rewrite it. Or since they can't get the credit on the DVD, the DVD. Is it possible they only
0: rewrite. had the licensing rights to do it on TV as opposed to on like streaming video? Quite possible. Or Quite possible. Quite possible. So, I do remember quick, noticing that. Quick, get in your Toyota Camry. <laughs> I do remember noticing that because I used to watch. Like, like uh, TV at my grandmother's house, and she would always have the captions on because she was hard of hearing, and like you would see the thing at the end where it's like subtitles provided by or whatever. And yeah. I, I mean that and you know with my parents too like watching the news and you watch like there's some poor i actually really wanted that job for a long time just because like i feel like i could type fast i was just like oh yeah i bet i could do that awesome that job where <laughs> you typing the <laughs> news people's like, like you'd love that, that as much why as why would i want to do that you'd love that as much as you love live live blogging an apple event <laughs> uh which is like once a quarter now so just fine <laughs> Yeah, because well, Hank and I were watching Mystery Science Theater, and we were watching the new ones, which are you know actual Netflix shows, and noticing mistakes in the captions. So it's like this is your own show. That's it's probably they make uh, they make Jonah and the Bots type. Those. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Zerbo with those tiny little hands. Well, uh, before we go, I do want to add in this related to this, but uh, Apple canceled its first uh, oh, yeah. TV <laughs> show that it had bought, <laughs> probably for good reasons. Mm-hmm. It's surprising that it was ever accepted in the first place. It's not surprising. Come on. People make lots of stupid dark shows. Well, no, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that it's, you know, someone is making it, but I'm kind of a little bit surprised that Apple would accept it. Would can I can I I've got two words for you. Vital signs. Which, (laughs) in case you've forgotten, was the Dr. Dre show that Apple bought. Oh, yeah, true. That's right. I had forgotten about that. Uh, which also didn't make a lot of sense, other than Dr. Dre's relationship with Apple. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I would say I I'm not surprised because this happens with publishers all the time. And honestly, <laughs> the articles I read about Apple killing this was it Richard Gear who's going to start that they show. Didn't,
0: first of all, they didn't kill Richard Gear. Let's just number no. <laughs> killing that
1: show. To me, what's interesting is that they had to pay what was described in reports as a large kill fee, and they could still make the show. Other the the, the people could still make the show elsewhere. Um, it actually in one way it read smart to me because as you may know, I have worked at media companies where you kind of sometimes get invested in projects that aren't working out so well. And what do you do at that point? Um, And kill fees are scary because now you're committing more money for a thing that you don't intend to ever make your money back on. That's why I admire Apple's bravery and they've got the money to do it on the flip side. The fact that Apple wants aspirational programming, if that is accurate, which is what I read in, I don't know, the Hollywood reporter variety, um, they're the same like the rebound and clockwise, but the, so the, 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 if that's accurate, I, I, you know what a Pixar show is, right? A Pixar movie is like, you, you have a sense just by seeing Pixar. And I feel the same is true. Like Gimlet podcast, when it says Gimlet, you know something about what that show is going to sound like. It's I feel like that's yeah. still true for Netflix, right? A Netflix show, although there are so many more now, at least for Netflix scripted fiction, there's a, a sense of what it'll be like. See, um, I
0: think that, I think the pool's too broad there now. I think, right, I think yeah, it's getting too yeah. much. I
1: think it's getting too muddied. But like, if Apple's is always aspir and it doesn't feel to me like the Jennifer Aniston Reese Witherspoon show is going to be aspirational. But who knows? But if 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 their vibe is like it's only got to be uplifting stuff, then like <laughs> Breaking Bad's a good show. Apple shouldn't be afraid to make another Breaking Bad.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I know, yeah. I heard those reports too, but uplifting. I'm not sure that's the right word. I'm not sure aspirational is the word either. But like, I think. I agree with you the same way that HBO, right? Like, is another good example. Like, you kind of know what an HBO show is, right? Like, yes. or Amazon even. I think even the Prime Video shows kind of have a, a brand and a feel to them, even if they are disparate in their genres. Um, and Apple hasn't figured that out yet. And the fact that if they've only killed, like, one or two shows out of the dozen or so they're producing, like, that's not bad, honestly. Like, most networks don't do that good. Yeah.
1: <clears throat>
0: All true. But it's, you know, I think there's a, there's a there's a vast difference between... like saying saying we're we're only gonna produce aspirational shows and then deciding no actually we're just gonna kill this show about these two guys who are targeting and murdering millennials because they're cranky about a woman who died yeah i mean i don't know the the first of all always hard to tell what a show would actually be like from the log line so i think there's probably you know it might be as bad as it sounds, but it also might be more nuanced than it sounds. I don't know. You wouldn't know. That's why they're making a whole show, not writing a paragraph about it. Yeah. Um, but I, just, it I just think it's, a bad, it's like, a bad time to be making a show where people go on shooting sprees. It's certainly not good. I agree with you on that. I think that's probably... There, there's an element of reading the room on that one. Right. Unlike unlike what we do on this podcast. Uh, we do not read the room. In fact, um, I could you guys give me the room? <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Dan. I, it was served up. I thought I felt like I had to take it. <laughs> Wrong show, but you got it. I know, but I, I I was looking at the clock. I was watching the clock, as yeah. this show does.
1: I'm going to keep watching the cars over okay. here.